Hey gorgeous, welcome to the Bernadette Jackson podcast where we are redefining how the world views women with daddy issues by discussing topics, sharing stories, and gaining insight all from the perspective of a fatherless daughter. I'm your host, Bernadette, the creator of Her Way Relationship Intensive and your favorite fear investigator. If this is your first time here, here's what I want you to know. The fear of abandonment and rejection is the lens through which fatherless daughters do most things. It informs how they show up in every relationship. Most fatherless daughters are operating in the fear of abandonment cycle and they don't even know it. Each week, I focus on a topic that highlights how fear shows up in our lives, either through conversations with others or deep dives into the insights that I have. If you'd like to know if you're on the fear of abandonment cycle, go to BernadetteJackson.com slash FOA cycle and take my free assessment. Again, that's BernadetteJackson.com forward slash FOA cycle. Hey, y'all. I believe that we all deserve amazing relationships. If you've been listening to my podcast for any length of time, then you hear me say that at the end of every episode. I hashtag it on social media, and it's one of my personal truths. I've made it my mission to let every fatherless daughter that I come in contact with know that she deserves amazing relationships too. The secret that I have found to amazing relationships with others is first cultivating an amazing relationship with yourself. You cannot accept from others what you don't give to yourself. That's just a fact. So when I get questions from my clients about prioritizing yourself, what that looks like and how to practice it, I know it's because they are learning how to cultivate that amazing relationship with themselves first because they want that to lead to the amazing relationships with others that they've been looking for. So today, I'll share with you exactly what I teach my clients, the seven steps I use to prioritize myself. Let's start, though, with what self-prioritization actually is and why it's so beneficial. Self-prioritization means that you are giving yourself time and attention to focus on your needs, desires, goals, and wants. It also means that you offer yourself the same compassion and understanding that you do to others. So that means that you make sure that your cup is full before you pour into others. It means that you don't crucify yourself for the mistakes that you make. It means that you give yourself grace whenever something isn't perfect. It means that your worth is not attached to your accomplishments. I could go on and on, but I'm going to stop here because I think you get what I'm saying. Self-prioritization is all about nurturing yourself in exactly the way you need to every time you need to. Self-prioritization is not selfish. It's a necessary and beneficial lifestyle practice that helps you to develop a love for yourself that you can extend to and share with others. Some of the benefits of self-prioritization are that it promotes self-discovery. It builds self-awareness. It boosts your confidence and it facilitates service to others. And I'll break those down a bit. 
Self-prioritization promotes self-discovery because it is through the exploration of ourselves that we learn what our needs, desires, goals, and wants are. It builds self-awareness because the natural curiosity that you begin to have about yourself teaches you who you are and why you do the things that you do. It boosts your confidence because once you start to prioritize yourself, you've given yourself permission to come into full focus. Doing that intentionally feels amazing and it results in a boost to your confidence. And lastly, it facilitates service to others because once your cup is full, you naturally want to pour into others. It activates the desire to give back because you want others to feel as fulfilled as you do. And any small way that you can do that, you're more than happy to. So now that we know what self-prioritization is and some of the benefits, let's get into the seven steps that I use to practice it. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Before we get back into this week's goodness, I wanna invite you to join my private Facebook community, Her Coalition. I make it my business to create safe spaces for fatherless daughters to learn, grow, and heal. And Her Coalition does just that. We go deeper into conversations about the things that we discuss here on the podcast. I teach a new topic weekly, we share stories, and we just support and love each other. It's a space I wish I had growing up when I was clueless about how my fatherlessness affected me and yearning for a deeper connection but I was just too paralyzed with the fear of rejection. Healing happens in community with like-minded and like-hearted people, and I would love to be in community with you. So join her coalition at BernadetteJackson.com forward slash community. The ladies of her coalition get to choose the topic of weekly discussions, they get exclusive access to events and first dibs on all that my brand has to offer. So again, join me in her coalition at BernadetteJackson.com forward slash community. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so step one, start with your mindset. Ask yourself, what thoughts do I have about myself that has led me to believe that my needs, desires, wants, and goals don't deserve to be prioritized? Ask yourself why I don't extend the same grace, compassion, and understanding to myself that I do to others. You can journal your responses or you can speak them into a voice note, but get them out of your head so that your brain can process them in a way that sparks action. Step two, affirm yourself. Look at your responses to step one and create affirmations that speak to the opposite of that thing. For instance, you can say, my desires are important to me because, and then you fill in the blank. Or you can say, my goals are at the top of my priority list because, and then you give your why. Doing this actually creates new neural pathways in your mind that acts as a detour to the negative thoughts and limiting beliefs that you've been holding on to for so long. Step three, visualize. What would it look like for you to prioritize yourself? If you adopted this practice today, 
What would your life look like in three months, in six months, or a year from now? Write that down. Visualization is key when starting something new for two reasons. The first is because you will not take action on something that you cannot see yourself doing. And the second is that our brain doesn't know the difference between a memory and a visualization. So when you visualize yourself as who you'd like to be as a result of this lifestyle practice, your brain begins to show you ways to actualize that visualization and creates a new storyline to support it. Step four, assess. Take stock of where you are now. It's very important to know where your starting place is. Ask yourself, what resources do you have? And what do you need to acquire to actualize your visualization? Make a list so that you can see it and refer to it often. Step five, make a plan. The goal is to create a lifestyle practice so that your plan should be ever evolving and flexible. Look at your visualization and create an itemized list to get you there. Be realistic in what you can do and the time it will take and the resources that you need. Because the more unattainable your plan looks, the less likely you are to take action. Step six, execute. Start with the most important action item in your plan and incorporate it into your daily routine that you already have established. Because this is a lifestyle practice, everything doesn't need to be done all at once. Take your time and enjoy the process. Remember that perfection is not the goal here and understanding is an absolute must. And then step seven is to find accountability. This will feel uncomfortable and unfamiliar in the beginning. And so you're going to need support. Tell at least one close friend what you are doing so that they can hold you accountable whenever you feel like you want to revert back to your old ways. And make sure that you're telling a friend who actually speaks life into you and over you. Because when those doubts come, you're going to need somebody who's going to get right into action in saying what you need to hear in order to keep on going. Don't be surprised when you actually start to feel these feelings because they are going to come, but don't freeze. Reach out instead. This is the seven steps that I've been doing for years. It's what I'm still doing and is what I actually help my clients to work through. If this has enlightened you, think about the transformation that you can receive by working through this process with me in a strategy session. If you're interested, then slide into my DMs on IG at Bernadette N. Jackson and type the word strategy to learn more. I can't wait to connect with you. I'll see you in the next one. Bye.